my name is Myrtle and you're listening to The Confidence Fighter. I'm so pleased to announce that we have recently won a silver award at the British Podcast Awards. This was totally unexpected and thank you for all your support. If you want to learn more about my podcast, you can follow me on Instagram at The Confidence Fighter. I hope you enjoy this episode and don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Hello and today I'm delighted to welcome Ellen Wigan as my special guest on The Confidence Fighter. Ellen, can you tell me a bit about yourself and your story? I like colours, I like fabrics, I like clothes, I like dresses and in my very old age I have decided to make dresses and to start a clothes label. Before that I was a banker and I had my babies and I was busy with having babies and um, helping them become good human beings. And um, recently, two years ago, I started my own company called Lexi London. What's the bravest thing you've ever done? The bravest thing I've ever done, right. I was born in Holland and I lived in Holland until I was 27. Um, with my family and everything and all my friends. And one day I woke up and I thought, you know what? I don't want to live here anymore. I'm going to live in England. And so I gave up my flat. I gave up everything. I gave up my dog even and packed my bags and came to London where I knew only two people. And at the beginning, it was a very, very hard slog to find jobs and to make a life. Can you tell me a bit about Lexi London and why you started it? So, why did I start Lexi London? My children have left home and have gone to university and I've been looking for a long time as to what I wanted to do. I've been thinking and there were lots of companies that I thought maybe I'd start this or maybe I want to do that. And uh, a couple of years ago, I'd been to India and I loved the colors of the fabrics and I loved the smell and the life and the vibrancy of India. And one morning, literally one morning, I woke up and knew what I wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to make dresses and I knew that I wanted to work with India. And, and within two days, I knew I organized it all. I just started. Did you feel you had enough knowledge and experience to start a company? And if not, how did you overcome that? I had absolutely zero knowledge, nor experience, nor any idea what I was doing. So I started by, of course, if you want to make something, if you want to make a dress, you have to find the fabric. So I started by just Googling and Googling and Googling fabric and Jaipur and block print and cotton and all everything I could find and then I would find a phone number and I would WhatsApp them and WhatsApp them and WhatsApp them and then they would say yeah but we don't even do fabrics anymore and I would say yeah but maybe you know somebody who does and so for months I just haunted people on WhatsApp until I finally found people who would engage with me and who would send me samples and so I started with pieces of fabric and then I started thinking what is it that I want to wear? What is it that the women that I know want to wear? What What is a dress that is just perfect? And so I spent a lot of time thinking about that. And, um, and then I found somebody in London who could make patterns. So I had 
samples made. And so slowly but surely, I made so many mistakes. I didn't realize how much it cost to ship things to London. I didn't know how much, how long it took. I didn't know that people lied and that they would say, yes, yes, ma'am, we've sent it all. And I would go, okay, and wait and wait and wait. And then it would never come. And I learned how to maneuver that. And then I had to do finance. And then I had to learn what to do with Instagram because that is how you get followers and that's how you get sales. And then I had to learn how to do accounts. And then I had to learn how to do how to build a website. So then I built my own website. And and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And every day I have to learn new things. And every day. And you have to listen to lots of other people and you have to ask questions from people who've already done it or people who are not so much in the same business because very often people don't want to talk to you when they're in the same business, but lots of people know little bits and you just have to keep on asking questions. The biggest hurdles were the things that went wrong that I didn't expect to go wrong. So the biggest problem, I think, if you start something entirely new, is that you don't know which question you should be asking to get an answer, to get the knowledge that you can then work with. So um, lots of little examples. Um, if you say, okay, I've bought... Uh, 200 meters of fabric and I've made lots and lots of dresses out of them uh, and I've still got fabric left I know that and then I put an order in and I say I want two of this size two of this size and I want two and two and then when they come they've made three dresses in the one size that I didn't really need and I get really annoyed and then they say yes but we finished the fabric so my silliness was to always to learn now to always ask in advance how much fabric do we have left so that I can decide which sizes I want if I haven't got very much left and there's so many little things that that make that you make mistakes but you don't know that you're going to make the mistake but you, because you didn't know it existed or you didn't know that that was a necessity to know so you can only learn by doing and just trying to cover all eventualities but you're going to always get it wrong and you just have to live with it when the inner critic in your head says i'm not good enough or i don't know enough how do you deal with this and what do you tell your inner critic at this moment oh do you know what it's so hard because i think that girls are much more critical about themselves than boys and i think women um, are much more likely to think that they're not going to do a good job or that they're not good enough or that what they've done is is bad or not you know not yeah not good enough and so my inner critic what happens when I've made a collection and it's all ready but nobody has seen it yet and nobody's bought anything yet because I haven't put anything online yet so there I am with all my colors and all my fabrics and all my dresses and they're all in my house and I think nobody's going to buy these this is terrible I've done I've made a terrible mistake no one's going to like them this is it this is the end of my company and then slowly but surely 
people come and say, oh, I love this, oh, I love this, oh, I love this. And then you have to just remember that that when you did it before, or in my case, you know, with my collection or the dress that I made last time, people really liked it. So then you have to slowly but surely start trusting your instincts and start trusting yourself and believe in yourself. If you could give one piece of advice to someone who wants to start a small business, what would it be? I think it is just, just do it. Do your research and start little by little by little. The one thing that I see happening, especially in my sort of fashion type business, is that people start at the wrong end of the scale. So they start by saying, oh, I need someone who's going to do my social media. And then I need to have someone who does this. And then I need to have somebody who does, does that. And then what they haven't really done yet is they haven't actually sourced all the fabrics. They haven't actually found the perfect shape. They haven't actually done all the research to actually make the product and make it as well as they can before they start engaging other people. There's so much homework to be done in actually getting a, a product on the table and to market and try and do as much of it yourself and just keep on digging away and keep on trying. What advice would you give to your teenage self? Oh, advice to my teenage self, number one would be concentrate. Concentrate and try your hardest, but also believe in yourself and believe that you can do it, that there's there's nothing stopping you really, but that things are hard and that nothing comes easy and you just have to try again and again and again. And I think that when you're young, you forget that there are mountains to climb and you just give up and you just think, oh, you know, I'm not good enough, or, oh, I can't do this, or, oh, my brother is cleverer than I am, oh, my friend can play the piano and I can't, oh, my whatever is really good at football and I'm not. Just, you're good at other things. Maybe you're good at making friends, maybe you're good at being social, maybe you're good at, at dancing, or at just being lovely, or at cooking, or at lots of things. And don't look at other people, believe in yourself. When you're feeling really scared and lacking confidence, what tools do you pull out of your toolbox? Oh, that's a very good question. What tools do I pull out of my toolbox? Um, I don't know. I think, I think I go to my friends. I think I go and talk to my friends and say, hmm, I'm feeling insecure. What do you think? Uh, or, hmm, this is not really working for me. What do you think I should do? And of course, it doesn't mean that I always follow their advice, but it just helps you to remember that, that you can do it. That's what I think. What are you most excited about now? What are you most excited about now lockdown is coming to an end? Well, of course, for someone who sells pretty dresses, I'm very excited that other people <laughs> are going to go out and that they're going to need pretty dresses and that they have to buy my beautiful skirts this winter or my velvet dresses that are coming and maybe there's even a velvet dress called the myrtle dress it's going to it's going to sell out immediately um yeah no i'm of course i'm i'm excited that we can travel 
I need to go to India. I want to see the people that I work with in India so badly. And there's so much, you know, to be able to just be again and see your friends and not worry. And yeah, I'm looking forward to lockdown being over. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you, Myrtle, for having me. And I hope that I helped a little bit. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode of The Confidence Fighter and you're using Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate a rating and review because this means other young girls can find this podcast more easily. Don't forget to subscribe. See you next time.